live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harold. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Hospital in Shanghai in China last week. This is not an ER uh, or an inpatient wing where people get cared for. This is actually the lobby of a hospital in Shanghai. You see patients crowded together, and they're surrounded by their loved ones, their family members who brought them in. Um, This is a shot inside the part of that same hospital that's meant for actually treating people. See how crowded it is. Barely any room to walk. There's so many beds in this part of the hospital. They've run out of room to put people in rooms, so they have gurneys in this hospital lined up in the hallways, outside of supply closets, IV bags pushed up against the walls. This man is receiving treatment in what looks like just a waiting room chair. He appears to be sleeping while he's sitting up, but there's nowhere else to put him. This hospital in Shanghai is so overwhelmed, I'm sorry to say there are dead bodies that are sitting unattended still inside the hospital and nowhere to take them. These upsetting photos were taken by New York Times photographer Kilai Shen, and they paint a scary portrait of just how badly China is struggling with COVID right now. They, listed their, they, they lifted their, their strict lockdown measures late last year, and numbers there appear to just be skyrocketing. Hospitals and morgues are overwhelmed. Officials in China say close to 60,000 people have died of COVID just in the last month alone. And this is coming out of a country that notoriously undercounts not only their COVID cases, but also their COVID deaths. One reason China is getting hit so hard right now is because lots of adults in China haven't had the full force, full course of the original course of vaccines, let alone any new booster shots that would target new variants. But it's also important to note that China's in a different situation than than we are when it comes to vaccines. They distributed their own vaccine. They didn't distribute the very highly effective Pfizer and Moderna and even Johnson and Johnson shots that we got here. So looking at this very dire situation in parts of China right now is is part of what's going on there that their vaccines just are not as effective. And so we'd never be at risk for something getting that bad here again because our vaccines have been better. Says Rachel Maddow. Says Richard Maddow. How many of you believe the, the gaslighting? How many of you believe the fear porn that you just watched from MSNBC and Richard Maddow? It looks to me like Rachel Maddow, Richard Maddow, is reporting exactly what China wants the United States to report. Doesn't it sound like that to you? 60 thousand covid deaths in the last month alone yeah right now she might have been right towards the end of her 
lying little monologue there when she said it's important to note that they used their own vaccines and administered their own vaccines and stayed away from the highly effective American vaccines. Oh, so wait a minute. So you're telling me that China made COVID, okay? Then they made their own COVID vaccines, you know, to fix the problem that they created. And in making those COVID vaccines, they don't have to follow any kind of, uh, you know, FDA or anything like that that we have to in America, even though it's, you know, kind of all corrupt anyway. And they administered all these vaccines and they forced them into all of the arms of their Chinese people. And 60,000 people died in the last month. I don't think it's from COVID because if that was the case, then then 60,000 people would have died here last month too. Let's go to the Rumble chat. Let's see what the Rumble chatters are chatting about today and see what they say about it. Here we go. Here we go. How about this? Any vaccine is deadly. Amen. Thank you for the donation. God bless you. Muted her. Jeremy, give her the dumbest dumb award ever. Thanks for calling it Richard. Well, that's what I see. I heard the vaxxed are getting the new variant at a much higher rate. That's actually true, and that's by the CDC themselves. Our vaccines aren't effective either. No, they are not. But I will tell you this, that the Chinese vaccines are clearly killing people at a heck of a lot faster rate, aren't they? So again, ladies and gentlemen, the Chinese, the CCP is very happy with Richard Maddow. The CCP is very happy with the United States spreading their fear porn. Again, with them in control of their people like they are, and using COVID as just another, uh, another tool in their tyrannical belt, uh, a tyrannical tool that they have and their tyrannical tool belt. Uh, th- this is great for them, and it's great for the rest of the world too. So ladies and gentlemen, there you saw just lies and lies and lies. It looks like Kathy has a birthday today, so let's go ahead and get w- away from the bad news and get into the good news. Happy birthday to you, a happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Kathy, happy birthday to you. And I guarantee you that Kathy does not believe the lies and the gaslighting coming from Richard Maddow either. We've got Jill from Andy, Indiana. We've got Nolan. How you doing? Good to see you, brother. Victoria is in the building. How are you? Texas Deb is here as well. Sav Granny in the building. Why don't you sing like Biden? Happy birthday, dear. 43 Gators. Clee Sully is in the building. Diva Queen is here. How are you? Barbara Peters. Hello. Bobby Neal. Bad Moon is in the building. Kobe Jean. Sharon at Texas. How are you? SheCat56 is here. Dautet123. P. Straight. Lona True. L. Jacobs. Halloween is here. How are you, Halloween? Caramore, how are you? Good to see you. Arrow Pink is here. Race Mom says happy birthday. Annette Smith is in the building. Also wishing happy birthdays. Northern Light Sab. Maybe Northern Light Sabrina is in the building. Southern New Hampshire. Dana Queb and G, uh, Jay Miller, South Dakota in the building. What a, what a wonderful time it is, folks, to be alive. We have 3,600 people watching here on Rumble. 
my heart goes out to all of you. For all those watching on digital TV, Roku and Fire Stick under the LFA TV channel, thank you for tuning in. And if you're listening on podcast, God bless you as well. Please jump over to Rumble real quick. Give us a like and then bounce back out to your desired uh, platform in which you like to watch the show. Let's get to the verse of the day, folks. It was a powerful morning on on Rise Up. What a great message from God this morning. So I titled the show, and I'm going to read the whole thing to you because you you need to. Usually, I do a an introduction, the verse, and then my breaking down of the verse. I'm going to read the whole thing for you today. I left time to do that because it's that important. Okay, so I titled today's verse, uh, newsletter, and show. God's light is brighter than the sun. God's light is brighter than the sun. Here we go. Hello and happy Tuesday. May the God of all creation bless you abundantly as we continue the spiritual battle that we are in until Jesus returns. I really want to commend all of you for your strong desire to want to learn more about and be closer to your God. That and that alone is the most important thing that you could ever desire in your entire life. Peace, peace, peace. That is our theme here on LFA TV for the year 2023. And it is what all humans seek inherently. And there is so much peace that God offers that it can literally touch every part of your life. From your home life and the struggles of your daily commute to work and your day with your colleagues, peace is something that you don't put, that you can't, not that you don't, that you cannot put a price on, which means that not even money can buy peace. Did you ever notice that money can't buy any of what God offers for free? Money can't buy joy. Money can't buy peace. Money can't buy salvation. Money can't buy grace. Money can't buy mercy. Money cannot buy an everlasting life, etc., etc. What God offers cannot be bought. And fortunately for you, me, all of us, it's exactly what we seek. So knowing that, Let's move into it now. Isabella is here. Everybody, Isabella is in the chat. Give a big shout out to Isabella. Verse of the day. I actually screwed this up when I sent this out. It does not come from John 3, 19 through 21. The verse of the day actually comes from 1 Timothy 6, 16. Again, folks, I messed that up. It's actually 1 Timothy 6, 16 that actually reads the following. Who alone has immortality? Who dwells in unapproachable light? Now remember, we titled it, God's light is brighter than the sun. Who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see, to him be honor and eternal dominion. Now check this out. God told Moses that any man who sees his face will surely die. Why? If God is love and peace and kindness, why would we die if we approached him? Seems weird, right? That is a great question. And the simple answer is because his light is too holy. Now, I know that is hard to understand because how can something being so holy kill someone? It's because you are not worthy, nor are you equipped to be in the presence of pure goodness. You are too weak, you are too wicked, and you are too evil. Period. It's that simple, folks, in your current form. So does that mean that being in the presence of God is bad because it can kill you? Does that mean that since it can kill you, you should reject it? Of course not. I want you to think of this. This is a great analogy here for you folks, okay? Think of the sun. The sun. You see it every day, right? 
However, its light is seriously unapproachable. You love the, the sun. You bask in the sun's warmth. You long for the sun to come out each and every day. The grass and the gardens soak up the sun's rays to live and to grow and to prosper. It lights up the world so that you can see it and it gives you energy and happiness as a result of the vitamin D that you get from it. The sun for us is one part of the equation of life. However, the sun can harm you. The sun can kill you. The sun can cause lifelong disease like skin cancer. And if you approached it even from millions of miles away, you would die because of its unapproachable light and its heat. You love the sun, but you fear the sun. The sun is needed and can do wonders, but it can also vaporize you in a millisecond. If the sun, which was created by God, is too bright to even look at from 93 million miles away here on earth, just imagine how much more bright the light of God is. Imagine how much it is to be feared, yet as much as it is to be feared, it is to be loved, accepted, and harnessed. Just like God's word. What a gift. What a great way to compare God's unapproachable light in a way that we can all understand. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That is how something is supposed to be loved and feared at the same time. And compared to God's light, the sun is darkness. Just to give you an idea. All right, folks, I'm ready. You're ready. The LFA family is ready. And if there are any LFA uh, TV hosts that are also joining in, God bless each and every one of you. Lift up your cups and let's have our first sip of Rise Up right now. Here we go. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, let's go. Biden's tax returns, ladies and gentlemen. Biden's tax returns. Everybody's so worried about Donald Trump's tax returns. Although what you will see is exactly how to avoid giving your money to the government in the most legal ways possible. That's what you saw when you combed through Donald Trump's taxes. You know what you didn't see? Any laws being broke or any kind of um, attempt to be non-transparent. However, you cannot say the same thing about Joe Biden's tax returns, folks. Let's get into this, shall we? Joe Biden, and this is why Trump is now calling this a cover-up, because Joe Biden's tax returns that were previously posted on his campaign website have been scrubbed. But not all of them. No, 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 no. The ones that have been scrubbed from Joe Biden's campaign website are only the years that Hunter Biden claimed that he lived at Joe Biden's Delaware home. 
Now, isn't that something? Isn't that convenient? Isn't that curious? Isn't that shady? I would say that that might even be corrupt. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald J. Trump did nothing wrong on his taxes and never tried to hide them from a single person. He never also had the legal obligation to hand them over. Once he did, and they combed through them and realized that there was absolutely nothing that was out of the ordinary or against the law in any facet at all, well, then Nancy Pelosi said, well, I'm just going to release them so the world can see exactly what he spent his money on. However, for anybody out there who looked through them, which was hardly anybody because nobody really had the time nor the care to actually go through them. But anybody who did go through them actually had a brain, and anybody who has a brain learned something from Donald J. Trump's tax returns, and it's exactly how to not give your money to the government. However, Joe Biden, well, this is a very different story, folks. 2016, 2017, and 2018's tax returns were scrubbed from Joe Biden's campaign website financial disclosures at joebiden.com. And those years cover the same exact time frame that Joe Biden's crack-smoking, Parmesan-finding-in-the-carpet son claimed on a background check report uh, report to allegedly have paid nearly $50,000 per month for rent to stay at Joe Biden's home, which is his father. We showed those, we showed that report Last week on LFA TV, as a matter of fact, I even posted it on my Getter account, on my Instagram account, and maybe somewhere else, maybe my Telegram account, I can't remember. But let's, break, let's get into this a little bit. First of all, why would a father charge his son $50,000 a month to live in the family home? Number two, why were the only taxes that were available at one point now scrubbed, and they were the same years that Joe Biden's crack-smoking son, Hunter, had access to the house. Could it be because the documents were there during that time? The documents, the classified documents that Joe Biden had zero um, legal ability to possess? Now, the link for Biden's tax tax returns for 2019 for federal, Delaware, and Virginia are still active. All others redirect to a Democrat donation page. Well, how about that? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris proudly displayed their tax filings on JoeBiden.com. Links to their tax filings were posted on the JoeBiden.com financial disclosures page in July 2019. The original list of tax filings included 2016, 2017, and 2018. In January of last year, the JoeBiden.com financial disclosures webpage included the additional filings from 2019 and Senator Harris's forms from 2019. She wasn't an illegitimate vice president yet. The JoeBiden.com financial disclosure webpage still had these tax documents publicly displayed on July 17th of 2022. But on July 18th of 2022, the JoeBiden.com financial disclosure and tax returns page was altered. Huh, that's odd. 
The Biden tax filings are no longer available for public view. And the link for Kamala Harris's 2019 tax returns are also still active, but not Joe Biden's. In contrast, clicking on the link at the same page redirects to Act Blue. Does everybody remember what Act Blue is? If you are an avid follower of LFA TV, if you are an active follower of this show, Live from America, then you know darn well, all too good, or all too well, I should say, what Act Blue is. Act Blue was the donation platform in which accepted all donations for Black Lives Matter and redirected them to Democrat Party donation pages. Okay? Now, last night, Tucker Carlson actually talked about this, which I love the fact that Tucker is the only person on Fox News willing to touch any of this with a 10-foot pole. Okay? Last night, Tucker showed the document that I posted last week, which is the background check and the financial disclosure form of how, how much money Hunter Biden paid to stay at his daddy's home, which is obviously completely just a money scheme, uh, uh, a, uh, a money laundering scheme. Now, it should be noted that Joe Biden's 2017 tax return on Schedule E only listed 19800 in rents received. And in 2018, Biden listed no rents received. But yet Joe Hunter Biden says that he stayed there and he paid $50,000 a month in rent. So somebody's lying here. Somebody's lying here. Now, the Twitter, th- the Twitter thread on Sunday noted the disappearance of Biden's, Hunter Biden's tax returns. Copies of Now You See Them, Now You Don't, Biden's tax returns are still ac- uh, archived. The Hunter Biden document first surfaced last Thursday. That's when I posted it. So will any of the White House uh, staff or will any White House reporter, maybe Steve Ducey, call out the lack of transparency and the difference between Joe Biden saying no rents were received outside of 19800 for those years, but yet Hunter Biden's claims to pay $50,000 in rent for those years. And where are the tax returns now? I pray that in the uh, White House press briefing room today or tomorrow or whenever they reconvene, I pray that Peter Ducey brings this up. And that, ladies and gentlemen, will conclude the first and foremost section of the day. So please lift up your cups and let's have a nice slurp for that. Tucker should move from Fox to LFA. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? That'd be great. Tucker ought to just go on his own. Now, Donald Trump is calling this a good old-fashioned document cover-up and at the same time says that, and this was yesterday on David Brody's show on the water cooler. Now, it is worth noting for the 43, 4,400 people that are watching on Rumble and everybody else watching across the world on other platforms that tomorrow at 9 a.m., David Brody will be joining me on Rise Up. Now, he's going to be joining me on Rise Up to talk about his testimony from converting to Judaism, which he grew up as a Jew, to Christianity with his mom. It's going to be a wonderful show tomorrow. But it is worth noting that yesterday, David Brody 
interviewed Donald J. Trump. I believe, do I have? I'm not sure candidacy. Here we go. At least as it stands now, some of these prominent evangelical leaders who backed you last time, they're not yet willing to commit like Robert Jeffress is not, some others. It seems like many of them are waiting to see how the field takes shape before backing anyone. What is your... Okay, so that's just a little excerpt. That's just a little uh, uh, soundbite from that interview with David Brody and President Trump yesterday. Again, David Brody will be on Rise Up tomorrow. Now, during that interview yesterday on the water cooler, Trump alleged that there, there was a cover-up in the discovery of the classified documents at Joe Biden's home and at his office and also questioned the loyalty of evangelical Christians who aren't yet supporting his 2024 presidential bid. And you know what, folks? And you know what? I agree with him. Where are you, you evangelicals? How can you be an evangelical Christian and stand behind Joe Biden? How can you be a Catholic and stand behind Joe Biden when he wants so many babies in this world to be murdered? It doesn't make sense. So Trump made the comments during the interview with David Brody on the water cooler when Brody noted that Robert Jeffries and other prominent evangelicals hadn't made up their minds yet about who to support in the upcoming election. Trump responded by listing his policy accomplishments, benefiting pro-life and Christian voters. As a matter of fact, if it wasn't for Donald Trump and his Supreme Court nominees and eventual um, Supreme Court justices, we would not have an overturning of Roe v. Wade. He says, I don't really care. Look, that's a sign of disloyalty, Trump said. There's great disloyalty in the world of politics, and that's a sign of disloyalty because nobody, as you know, and you would know better than anybody else, he said to David Brody, because you do such a great job. Nobody has ever been more for the right to life than Donald Trump. Can anybody argue that? Now, a lot of people can lay claim to saying that they are more pro-life than Donald Trump, but can anybody say that they have done more for the right to life movement in America as a president than Donald Trump? The answer is absolutely no. They cannot. He says, he goes on to say, I put three support Supreme Court justices who all voted and they got something they've been fighting for for 64 years. Or many, many years. And nobody thought that they would win it. They won. Roe v. Wade. They won. They finally won. And Trump said he was disappointed. Because he was expecting evangelicals who, quote, have fought much harder during the election, during the 22 election, because they won. And a lot of them didn't fight or weren't really around the fight. And it did energize the Democrats. He says a lot of people that wanted and fought for years to get it, and they sort of, I don't know. I mean, they weren't, this is, I'm, I'm reading, uh, I'm actually quoting him. He goes, I don't know. They weren't there protesting and doing what they could have done. But with all of that being said, there's nobody that's done more for the movement than I have. And that includes the moment of evangelicals and Christians and the movement very much of the right to life. I agree. I agree. A hundred percent with Trump in that. But he also goes on to talk about this, which is the document controversy. He says, when asked, I mean, when asked about the controversy surrounding the classified documents, Trump said that he felt that there was definitely a double standard at the Justice Department. We've heard that many, many times. Deciding to raid his Mar-a-Lago compound while allowing Biden's lawyers, who do not have classified clearance, by the way, to search for his files after four discoveries. He says, obviously, it's a cover-up. It's a very sad situation. Trump knew that they were going to find the documents. Trump knew there was going to be a cover-up. 
We've, we have a much different situation. He said, I was president. I had the right to declassify as president. As vice president, you know you can't do that. Biden's under a very tough constraint. We have literally a fortress here, he said. You could have said it's an armed fortress. He's talking about Mar-a-Lago. And we're locked and we're loaded and we're ready. And, and we had Secret Service there at all time. It's a big problem, I think, for them, he said. It'd be nice if all the investigations could just stop you want to make America great again? And this nonsense never ends. Trump also criticized Barack Obama and his potential involvement in the document saga. He says this brings in Obama in the picture. Because the documents are really Obama's documents. How come he allowed this to happen? He also said that he's under the Presidential uh, Documents Act, where Joe Biden is under the Federal Documents Act. And under the Federal Documents Act, what Joe Biden did is a felony. Under the Presidential Documents Act, what Donald Trump did was warranted. And it's that simple. And that's why he's calling it a good old-fashioned cover-up. And I agree. Now, speaking of this loser Biden, who is illegitimate, by the way, and when it all comes down to it, when the rubber really meets the road, when we look back on this, hindsight being 2020, every one of Joe Biden's executive orders and every one of Joe Biden's deals that he signed will be null and void. Bet that. I told you two years ago, we're coming after you, and we're in that now. We're in the coming after you, and we're coming after all of Joe Biden's EOs and all the deals he signed as well, because all of them are illegitimate, and we will get them removed one day. Now, speaking of documents signed, speaking of deals done, Biden has just signed on to everybody wants to know why Biden has been meeting with Justin Trudeau in Mexico so much lately, why you saw all of them in Mexico. Well, they just signed on to the new Declaration of North America. Its acronym is DNA, by the way, Declaration of North America. And this deal is with Canada and Mexico, Canada and Mexico, folks. Is this the planned North American Union now making a comeback? You know, they wanted the same thing like the EU, the, the European Union. They wanted a North American alliance too. Donald Trump put the stop to that real quick. Whoa, back up the, uh, back up the, uh, the New World Order agenda truck real quick. It's not going to happen here. Instead, Donald J. Trump signed deals with uh, Canada and Mexico about trade, which we now know as the USMCA, right? But Biden just signed on to the Declaration of North America. Joe Biden met last week in Mexico City with Canadian Prime Minister Vanilla Obama and Mexican President Obrador, Labrador for the 10th North American Leaders Summit. The three <laughs> leaders, I like the way they call them that because they're anything but leaders. They're the three stooges. Let's replace the leader's word with the stooges word. How about that? The three stooges signed on to a document that looks like a prelude to the North American Union, which the globalists talked a lot about during the George W. Bush presidency. It looks like to push toward a merger of the U.S., Canada, and Mexico uh, may be back on the front burner if this document is any indication. The document attracted very little media attention, of course not, since it was released on January 10th as the mainstream corporate press focused instead on classified documents found in Biden's office in his home. When major news happens, there's almost always a misdirection play meant to divert our eyes. Now, do you think that Biden likes this whole document stuff? Of course not. But again, Biden's not in control of anything, not even, not even his own bowel movements. He is a meat puppet for the people really in charge, okay? 
The stated goal of the document is to fortify the continent's security, prosperity, sustainability, and inclusiveness. All words I don't want to hear. At least coming from a Democrat or the Three Stooges anyway. The North American leaders dubbed the Three Amigos or the Three Stooges committed their countries to six pillars. Anybody else want to know what has pillars? Islam? all of which were taken straight from the United Nations document Agenda 21 and Agenda 230. Well, 2030. Well, there you go. And you want to know who we're going to bring on to talk about this next week? Clay Clark. Clay Clark has been here many times. He's a great, great, uh, great patriot. And I don't know if anybody in the world knows more about the Great Reset than, um, than Clay Clark and... Um, And that group there that's just going, Javon Hutton, Javon Hutton uh, Pulitzer is part of that group. You've got, um, you've got the Patriot, uh, Patriot Megaphone there, uh, the, the, uh, the Megaphone Marine. Uh, you've got him part of that there as well. You've got, um, you've got General Michael Flynn. Those guys are really in tune with the whole Great Reset. But check this out. They borrow heavily from the UN's 2030s, 17 sustainability goals in the new document dated January 10th, titled the Declaration of North America. The list goals in this document are separated into six categories. So for a short clip purpose, ladies and gentlemen, this is LFA TV's breakdown of the six pillars of the DNA, which is the new uh, Declaration of North America agreement between the Three Stooges, the Vanilla Obama, the Sniffer and Thief, and the Mexican Labrador. The list of goals are this. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Eh, Wrong on that one. You get an F on that one. Climate change and the environment. Eh, Wrong on that one. Competitiveness. A Democrat wouldn't know what competitiveness was if they were shown the way and given the trophy, because in their world, all people get trophies and migration and development and health. Ha ha health. You want to talk to us about health? You had no reason at all to talk about health when everybody was overweight and dying of the flu and regional security. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about regional security with people who leave the border so wide open that Stacey Abrams could lay down sideways and barrel roll through it for crying out loud. Unbelievable. So we got to stay up on that and we got to make sure, we have to make sure that this agreement that they're leading to does not get signed. Whatever we have to do, all right? So I just figured I'd bring you that um, that information because, again, it did not make the uh, the mainstream media rounds. L- let's go to the uh, let's go to the Rumble chat. Let's bring in the LFA family. As we've got now a donation from Clee Sully, ten dollars, twenty five dollars from Mocha Powered, and ten dollars from Kittenhead. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so very much. Bill Gates wants to vaccinate cows. Of course he does. He wants to vaccinate cows and eat crap. Um, did you all hear Iran is putting submarines in Panama, Panama and plan on building a base there? Yep, heard that as well. That jab juice is already in the food and in the water, says Southern Citizen, which is another reason why you should be eating and drinking closer to home. Jeremy, how about having Julie Green on the show? If any of you can get a hold of Julie Green, I would love to have her on Rise Up. LFA producer says we only have 1,150 rumbles, guys. We need 1,500. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And Rosebud says, Jeremy, this news you're bringing us today is fire. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. As you can see there, 
Alex Jones is great and the great reset. Yeah, he knows a lot about it too. He knows a lot about it too. All right, folks, uh, before we move to the next segment, I want to talk about a new sponsor that we have here on LFA, and we only have them for a few weeks, depending on how we do. Now, again, folks, this isn't something that you go buy or anything like that. This is just ScoreMaster, and this is another way for you to be completely independent from these large, woke corporations that want to own your money, own what you do with your money, own your decision-making, lead you the wrong way and down the wrong path to sign the wrong deals, to get the wrong banks involved, to have the wrong people um, monitoring your credit score, and all of this. And why? Because if they can control that, they control everything, folks. And they want you giving as much as your money as you possibly can to these banks for loans. But ScoreMaster, these guys, they're not going to do that. These guys are the patriotic and the good version of Credit Karma times 10. You actually work in this app. You, it's, it's an app and a profile. You get a profile, and this thing guides you on what credit cards to use, when, where, and on what. And when not to use them, when to get loans, when not to get loans, what loans you want to look for so that you're not giving your money to the bank in some stupid agreement where it's in the fine print where they get to charge this, that, and the extra, and there's a bunch of hidden fees, and a bunch of hidden interest, none of that. These guys are going to keep you on the right path. That's why I brought them on. Again, it is ScoreMaster, and I'll quickly read you their... Um, their little pitch here. Charging higher interest is how banks make more money, and they take a lot more of your hard-earned money if your credit score is just okay, but not great. Well, ScoreMaster is the new science in accelerating your credit score, putting you in control of your money and not the bank. And believe me, folks, credit karma and stuff, they work for the banks. So say your credit score is 650 and you want to borrow 500 grand. Well, if you were to use ScoreMaster before you did that, they could have directed you in saving $75,000 over the life of that loan. The genius behind ScoreMaster three-week rule, uh, especially now with soaring interest, is amazing. It only takes a minute to get started, and you could add up to 30 to 100 points in about three weeks, depending on your credit file. So before you apply for a loan or an auto lease or credit, start at ScoreMaster and visit scoremaster.com slash LFA to try ScoreMaster for free. Check them out, guys. With the... Um, with, taking, with, with eating healthier, with breathing better, with having your money invested in the right places and the right people to guide you, you don't need these stupid large corporations that are woke and they're going to look out for their bottom line and not your bottom line, okay? So make sure if, you, uh, if this is something that will help you, definitely try it out because we want to show these sponsors uh, that we are an active group here. They already know that anyway. They already know that anyway. All right, moving on. Hopefully someday we don't have to have sponsors again. Uh, moving on, folks, let's go to Chicago, okay? Since we're talking about dummies and morons in the last, you know, the, the agreement between the three stooges. Well, here's a stooge, and she lives in the sh- city of Chicago. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, you might know her as Beetlejuice, but she's Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Now, Mary, Mayor Lori Lightfoot is in some trouble right now, folks. Mayor Lori Lightfoot is in some trouble, in some hot water, you might say, because she's hiring children. Now, why in the world would a politician... Why in the world would a politician hire children for their campaign? Hmm. Well, it's probably the same reason that the public schools want your child from the cradle to the grave. It's so they can indoctrinate them in a Democrat Marxist way of thinking. And that's exactly what she did. Let's go to Chicago. Mayor Lori Beetlejuice Lightfoot answers on MSNBC. Well, as much as she's pressed anyway. 
Check it out. Uh, re-election campaign is under investigation after being accused of trying to recruit Chicago public school students to help you get re-elected. What's your response to this story that, out of NBC News? Well, I, I, I've said it many times and I'll repeat it here. Look, in our, in, in our zeal to make sure that young people had an opportunity to participate in air flocking to our campaign, uh, uh, one of our staffers uh, reached out um, through publicly available information to CPS teachers and our city colleges, and that was just simply a mistake. I'm the mayor of the city. I'm not an, uh, somebody aspiring to be the mayor. And the wall between the campaign and the official side has to be impenetrable. And it will be, and that was a mistake. Earn recruitment effort by our campaign that involved outreach by a staffer uh, to educators at uh, various colleges and universities and schools across the city, including CPS. Um, as soon as I learned about the outreach to the CPS teachers, um, we put a stop to it. Oh, yeah. Bottom line here is yeah. uh, it was clearly a mistake. Yeah. And we've made sure that we emphasize that not only to uh, the staff involved, but everybody um, on our campaign to ensure that this kind of conduct doesn't happen again. As I said, in this instance, the staffer made a mistake. Uh, it was well-intentioned. How about you look in a mirror when you wake up in the morning and ensure that the rest of us don't have to see, to see this? Or the great people of the city of Chicago had to see that every single day of their lives. First of all, do you notice the, uh, the similarities between Mayor Lori Lightfoot? As a matter of fact, do you know the sim- notice the similarities, similarities between any Democrat who gets caught doing something wrong uh, in, 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 their, uh, in their explanation of why they did what they did? It's the same as Joe Biden's. Yeah, as soon as we realized that we were doing something illegal, as soon as we realized that we were doing something wrong, that's when we took the steps to do the right thing. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Again, ignorance is not innocence, and you should be punished for breaking laws or rules or doing something unethical in a position where you are held to such a high standard. Now, I don't know to what standard that thing is held to, but you get my drift, right? It's amazing. Yeah, yep. Yeah, now that you caught us, as soon as you caught us, we decided to do the right thing, and that's what we did. Okay, try that in a court of law. Ah, judge, what are you doing? You can't sentence me. As soon as the police caught me beating the crap out of my wife, I stopped. I did the right thing. I fully cooperated with the police. I even cleaned the blood off my wife's face after I got done um, domestically abusing her. I did the right thing. As soon as you showed up, Kids do the right thing, too, when they get caught with their hand in the cookie jar, you loser. It's amazing to me how these people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, in Joe's case, they still use the same exact excuse that children used. Whoa, you caught me. But I complied and did the right thing afterwards. Sorry, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, going back to the sponsor, the new sponsor, Scoremaster, uh, just so you know, it's free to try, but like anything else, if it's something that you like and it's something that helps and you want to use it, there are monthly fees in different tiers. I just wanted to make that very clear. A lot of people are going to go, you said it was free. Free to try, like a lot of things. Um, but I can guarantee you, 
it is infinitely better than Credit Karma or any of those other ones, okay? To keep track of your your uh, financial life. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that's Mayor Lori Lightfoot there, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, you caught me, but then I did, but I, I did what was right after that. Speaking of losers, the WEF, the World Economic Forum, headed up by Klaus Schwab. Literally, I would rather listen. Check this out, folks. And this is a stretch, but it's true. First of all, we got 4,520 people watching on Rumble. We need more, and we need more Rumbles. So like this video if you have not yet. I would rather listen to Lori Lightfoot read me a bedtime story and then sing a song to me before bed than listening to Klaus Schwab talk for five minutes. I absolutely loathe that man. Who are these people anyway? Who is Klaus Schwab? Who are the people that make up the WEF and these Davos creatures, these Davos swamp creatures? Who in the H-E double hockey sticks do these losers think they are? They call themselves leaders. Leaders of what? Leaders of what? You ain't leaders of Adam Schiff in my country and in my world. Who are you leading? Where are your loyal followers? Who are they? Anyway, the World Economic Forum is now back underway. And one of the things that the leadership at the World Economic Forum, leaders, sorry guys, everybody bow their knee or bend the knee and bow the head, right? First thing they did is put all their support behind Ukraine. They said, the leadership of the World Economic Forum is fully behind Ukraine. Well, no doy. Of course you are. Because Ukraine is no longer just a money laundering country for the world's elite. Ukraine is now the headquarters for world corruption. The world elite have literally coined Ukraine their territory. And if you ask me, that is why Putin wants them gone. That right there, because he knows what the world is doing in Ukraine. He knows what they're doing. He knows what they're doing with the biochemical stuff. He knows what they're doing with the viral, the, uh, the viral contagent uh, experimental uh, stuff that they're doing there. He knows what they're doing with the money laundering. He knows what they're doing with the, the military industrial complex. He knows what they're doing to try to control the food and the energy and all that. Putin's not stupid. You think that he's really going for war, to war with Ukraine for the land, and he hasn't wiped them off the face of the map yet? These people have taken Ukraine, and they have made the corrupt, the World Economic Forum and the NWO headquarters right there. And that is why the WF puts their full support behind Ukraine. But that's not all. That's not all. Oh, wait till you see this. Klaus Schwab took the stage at the 2023 Annual Economic Forum and says they are the masters of the future. Listen. Hold on. Oh, I can't stand that guy's voice. All right, here we go. And a very cordial welcome to the annual meeting 20. 23. I express this cordial welcome on behalf of the Board of Trustees and my colleague, Borge Brend, is the President, and all the members of the Management Board, as well as all the people who are here to make your stay here enjoyable and productive. 
Sounds like Hitler. We couldn't meet at a more challenging time. We are confronted with so many crises simultaneously. What does it need to master the future? What? I think to have a platform where all stakeholders of global society are engaged. Governments, business, civil society, the young generation, and I could go on, I think is a first step to meet all the challenges. There you go. Sounds like Hitler had a baby with the red skull from Captain America and birthed this cretin from the underworld. Masters of the future is going to take a global initiative of businesses, governments, civil societies, young people, all engaging. So Elon Musk came out and he said, masters of the future? That doesn't sound ominous. Elon Musk is going after the right people and he's doing the right things. He took to Twitter to mock the WEF ahead of the Davos summit. Musk responded to an article titled, Davos is a gift and a cult, but it's also a bid for global domination by saying, the WEF does kind of give me the willies though, but I'm sure everything is just fine. I guess there's value to having a mixed government and a commercial forum of some kind. The WEF does kind of give me the willies though, but I'm sure everything is fine. Then goes on to say, masters of the future? Doesn't sound ominous at all. How is the WEF and Davos even a thing? Are they trying to be the boss of the earth? There you go. There you go. The right people are saying the right things at the right time right now. And that's what we need. We need people to stand up. We need people to be patriotic. I don't care if we've not trusted them in the past. The enemy of our, the, the enemy of our, or the uh, enemy of our enemy is our friend, right? Okay, I know that that's a very loaded term and it can mean a lot of things. But folks, look at Kevin McCarthy right now. You and I would not have given Kevin McCarthy one inch of leash a month ago. And look what he's doing. He's showing us better than he can tell us. Now that leash is still short and we'll yank it back at any time. Thank you, Rojas55 for the $50 for Eli. I appreciate that. However, as long as they're doing the right thing, I support that. And the same thing goes with Elon. Folks, it takes something, it takes somebody very courageous and very powerful to do what these individuals are doing right now. To stand up in the face of these people and say, no, and give them two middle fingers and push on their way. It takes a lot of courage. Who has courage? Patriots have courage. Who has the most courage? American patriots. Ooh, I love it, ladies and gents. Speaking of that, forpatriots.com. Proud sponsor of the LFA Network and the LFA family. This best-selling solar power generator is your magic bullet to protect you from blackouts, power failures, and crumbling electric grids from corrupted, monopolized electric companies who are charging you $400 a month for your electricity. So use the Patriot Power Generator inside your home to power your fridge, your freezer, medical devices, and more. It comes ready to use and never needs gas ever. The bullet points, the ultimate prepper gift, great for blackouts and tailgates, charge for free. 
you know, from the power of the sun. Fume-free, silent, and safe. Use inside your home. Included are the solar panels, power-critical appliances, 100% satisfaction, guarantee, and free shipping and handling to the lower 48. And some of your purchase goes towards veterans. So you can either go to 4 slash LFA or... You can buy something else on there like survival foods and little Patriot power cells and other things and just use the promo code LFA at the time of purchase and you get 10% off everything else. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Now, Mall of America. I know a lot of you have been to the Mall of America. I know a lot of you live near the Mall of America or live in the great state of Minnesota. But the Mall of America needs to be boycotted. The Mall of America needs to be put on blast. The Mall of America needs to answer for kicking a man out who was wearing a Jesus Saves t-shirt. This man should be able to sue the ever-living crap out of the Mall of America for violating his First Amendment speech. Just because that area is full of Muslims, just because it's full of towel-wearing, you know, bowing to Mecca, false, false preaching, false gods, we can't wear Jesus Saves t-shirts? Are you kidding me? Folks, let's bring up a side-by-side of exactly what happened at the Mall of America I have that here for you now. Here we go. No, it's not. I'm sorry, it's not a religion. It's about eternal life. Okay, but it's the same thing. Okay, people have been offended. And like I said, all we were asking you is to take your shirt off. You can go to Macy's or we can leave. I didn't say anything. I didn't speak. I didn't. I didn't speak. I didn't. I didn't say anything. Just went to Macy's. Again, sir, it is religious soliciting. There is no soliciting allowed on law property, which is private property. Okay? So again, we've had yes and no talks. Exactly. What is wrong with get off the shop, man. That's all we want. Don't do it. Don't do it. Nobody. No, I'm a citizen. I know the Constitution. But you were last time, I know the Constitution. Last time I was here, they told me to leave for 24 hours. I did. Yes. That day, I was preaching. Yeah, I was preaching the gospel that day. Yeah. You're still soliciting. And again, I'm walking. Yes, you're walking wearing that shirt in the fullness of they're calling it soliciting. They're saying that because he's wearing a shirt, they're fitting it under the soliciting. You know, like if you don't obey an unlawful order from a corrupt cop and they say you're violent, you're you're you are uh, obstructing uh, peace. 
obstructing justice, violating the peace. They'll put it under these false and fake laws that don't exist. He has every right to wear that. If that mall is open to the public, then they would have to put on the door no religious soliciting. And by the way, the clothes that you wear are not religious soliciting. Soliciting would be you literally trying to coerce or or pitch something to somebody for monetary gain, for a, to recruit them for something, that's soliciting. This man's just wearing a shirt. He's not saying a word. That's why we created the You Can't Beat God shirts. That's why right there. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mall of America, beware. Now we've got three minutes left and I've got to get these out. I've got to get this out there. First of all, Donald Trump spoke about DeSantis challenging him for president in 2024. And I love the way that Donald Trump responded. This, again, was on David Brody's water cooler, which David Brody's coming on Rise Up tomorrow. <clears throat> Trump sounded a, uh, sounded a note of confidence regarding the possibility of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who might enter the 2024 presidential race. During an interview with David Brody on Monday, Trump asked if he could, if it would be, Trump was asked, excuse me, if it would be a bad move for DeSantis to jump into the presidential race. The Florida governor has not officially announced the White House bid, as Trump has, but it has been widely speculated. So, so you know, now I hear that he might run against me, Trump said. Now, this is Trump saying what he hears in his inner circle. So now you know I hear that he might run against me. And this next line absolutely made my skin Sent that Chris Matthews thrill up my leg. He said, so you know, now I hear he might run against me. So we'll handle it the way I handle things. <laughs> Trump said, in part after boasting about his endorsement of DeSantis's first successful gubernatorial campaign. He said, we'll handle things the way I handle things. And left it at that. I love when that man gets tough. I love it when he speaks with boldness and matter-of-factness. I love it. Is that even a word? Matter-of-factness? I don't know. But anyway, we talked about Kevin McCarthy earlier. Promises made, promises kept. One of the main things that we want McCarthy to do is release the January 6th evidence so that we can see that Nancy Pelosi and the Capitol Police and everybody had a hand in it. He promised that he would look at it. And then he said he probably would put it out under careful uh, consideration and careful review. Then he went on Maria Bartiromo yesterday and said he will release the January 6th footage, just like Elon Musk is releasing truth on Twitter and let the people sort it out. Check it out, folks. On the first day was open the people's house back to the people. You know, Nancy Pelosi wasn't allowing the public to come in. Now you can come in and watch and hear the debates. We opened up the Capitol for people to come and tour. We took away the magnetometers of members going on to the floor. We want the people to be a part of their government, to be actually see that it's working. The reason why I look to releasing those tapes, I've watched the politicization of what transpired there, that Nancy Pelosi wouldn't release her own text, but picked, would pick and choose who could be on that committee. I watched what the report said, things that were not true. So the best way to handle this, I think, is exactly the way Elon Musk. Just put all the information out there and let people see what is truth and what well, is what not. what are we going to learn? Are we going to learn that Nancy Pelosi basically allowed open air and people to come in with uh, the Capitol Police not enforcing rules? 
I don't know. I haven't seen the tapes. I just think they should be released. The one thing I did know when Nancy Pelosi picked this committee, she picked a chairman that actually objected to President Bush being in as president. But the, pre the chairman actually said, we can look at everything except Nancy Pelosi. We could not know what she said or to the sergeant of arms. I think all that information should come forward and let the American public understand what transpired and let them know the yeah, full truth. Yeah, baby, that's Kevin McCarthy's continuing to be absolutely awesome. So for that, and I don't think I've ever done this, maybe once, time to give Kevin McCarthy the Smarty Award of the Day, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, Smarty Award of the Day goes to Mr. Kevin McCarthy. Promises made, promises kept. Well, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America here at this 11 o'clock hour because we are already running in on Mike Crispy's time for Unafraid, and I don't want to do that any longer. So having said that, please jump out of this video as soon as I'm done. Jump right over to Mike Crispy's video. Always a great show. One of my favorite, if not my favorite show to watch. I get sucked in every single time and don't get any work done. Unafraid is coming up next. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. You are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Make sure you go to JeremyHarrell.com. We've got a big blowout sale there. Everything there, $15. And yes, I had it screwed up yesterday. But if you have a promo code, you can still get even 20% off that. We'll make sure we fix that today. God bless you guys. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And keep spreading that gospel. What's the word we use? It's the theme of 2023. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Keep spreading that gospel. Peace. Stop screaming that we first in America